0: Welcome back to Cast Me To Hell with me Seb and with me Robbie and here we are at the big 50. Yeah. uh, Our 50th episode, as we just said, with an asterisk.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the 50, the the
0: filthy 50. (laughs) Yeah,
1: that big old 50.
0: We're getting old, we're getting old, we're getting mature.
1: (laughs) Yeah, definitely. And we're getting mature with uh, talking about our uh, favourite worst horror films.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The best worst horror is this episode 50. Um, And for our best worst horror as it kind of says in the title, we are looking for the films that are probably so bad that they're good, I think, or some people might deem them as bad. Some people might love them as guilty pleasure kind of films uh, but they definitely are. They're not full on. We don't believe that these are terrible films, but we feel like some people may deem them as the worst film ever, but also could be to them like the funniest thing ever to watch at the same time.
1: Yeah, it's A tricky one to kind of clarify because sometimes it could be a mixture of, you know, films that are meant to be serious. You know, you had a lot of nineties creature features Um, particularly which you know which tried to be serious but end up just kind of coming off as really goofy and really bad some of them are are supposed to be a bit over the top and a bit B movie-ish but they still kind of fall into that bad films that are so good Um, yeah it it
0: depends it depends on 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 their views and how they decided to go against the filming Obviously, some some of the best, the best, worst ones that people might deem are the ones, obviously, like you said, the ones that are serious films, but just went completely tits up. Like, how did they think that this was serious? It's so, and that's what makes it so funny is you're watching it like I'm not taking this seriously at all. If anything, I'm laughing at this film more than I'm scared at all. Sometimes it's the... Um, Sometimes it's actually ones that a lot of us might deem as little gems of horror. And yeah. some people think that these are like terrible, but I kind of get it from both sides. Um, obviously, we don't know what each other's are. No. But, you know, um, I know when I was researching these and the, I don't know whether any of these might come up on you. But I know I saw definitely Friday the 13th films. Apart yeah. From quite a lot. Um, you know, Jason X was on a lot of lists yeah. that I saw in this. kind of. I um, which I was a bit like, mm, I don't think, I, I, I get, I don't think that these are, I wouldn't necessarily say that's like the best worst because I don't feel like that's a bad, like I feel like our list at least have to, that it include films where you can recognise that this is poor in some ways, but there's some element of this film that's really like poorly done, I yeah. think. But then at the same time, like you can tell there's a little bit of a mix there or or there's just something that you're really enjoying about it will be interested to see maybe we're on completely different pages with so yeah, this I maybe. don't know <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing
1: it's quite it, a tricky one to it's buy. hard
0: because it, it is down to the person like you said about creature features i even i saw a lot of creature features popping up on there and i think it is down to what do what do people like and enjoy? So some people might go, what, that's like one of my favourite horror films. That's not a best, that's not even in the genre of yeah. the worst. There should be no worse put with that. You might say that with some of our ones today. There's even one that I think, one of mine I'd say is a controversial pick okay. uh, where I think there's definitely a mixed choice of, you know, and there's lo- lots of mixed perspectives on what the true story of behind them are. And, you know, uh, I haven't, we're not delving too much into that today. It's pretty much a, just talking about our thoughts and feelings
1: about these films. Yeah. And obviously, as always, if you want to kind of play along, um, the rules are that we've chosen three each. Um, They can't be from the same franchise. So you wouldn't be able to, say, have... um, uh friday the thirteenth. friday the thirteenth. jason takes manhattan and jason x and all yeah. those kind
0: of in the same kind of that would just be a cop out <laughs> yeah
1: because i saw um, a nightmare on elm street dream child pop up quite a lot and mm. that's one that i'm gonna be i'm actually gonna be watching next i'm making my way back through them after yeah. after our dream warriors <laughs> episode yeah i wanted to re-watch them so dream child's next um and then you know Freddy's dead you couldn't have two like that um Obviously, we've chosen three just as a good number. Sometimes yeah. five can be a bit too long, so we kind of said to have three. Um, and they can't be from the same Genre. We were trying to do,
0: yeah, different. genres. Genre, so. so, if it's a, a supernatural horror or a fantasy horror, then we don't want several of those. And if it's a creature feature, we don't want several creature features. I mean, that one's harder to defy, you know, cre- yeah, but um, you know, or we don't want a slasher and just free slashes,
1: yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, and, it, or, and as always, um, come and let us know what you thought. Um, and you know let us know what your free favourite worst horror films are over on Twitter and Instagram at CMTH Podcast and hit the subscribe button to get the episodes as soon as they come out I always got to get that cheap plug in there yeah. early and at the end I always got to throw that in
0: the old uh, Twitter, Insta TikTok yeah.
1: <laughs> TikTok
0: yeah um, do you want I to- think I was going to say do you want to kick off as always I am coming into this game with more than choices than yeah, percent. said yeah. I do this every single time if you've listened to our previous like say top five episodes of things i never come in with the exact amount (laughs) and i always cut one this is like what i do at a restaurant when i can't decide on my meal i'm like right i'm just gonna whatever comes out of my mouth (laughs) when that server comes up i'm playing roulette with my meals that's it and what normally what comes out of my mouth is not what i (laughs) ended up like ah, i have regret yeah I have buyer's remorse from what i have just done i did not want the chicken
1: strips i yeah. wanted
0: that juicy beef ribs or something yeah <laughs> that's always the case <laughs> um
1: so my first choice is a uh, 2001 film written and directed by maurice devro and it's called slashes
0: Slashers. Okay. I do not know. I don't think I I don't think I'm rough. No. It's (laughs) when
1: I had a budget of 165,000 and it's, it's a super low budget, very weird film that I stumbled upon either on Amazon prime or it was, it had like, it was on Netflix for like three months or something. Um, And it's, it's a super weird slasher film, which is set in Japan. Where okay. it's have it's about a, a TV show called Slashers, but you know the S's are dollar signs, <laughs> um, and it's basically um, a game show yeah. where six contestants come on, and then there's it's basically like the Running Man but <laughs> horror and slashers, um, but it's yeah. it's super weird. So this episode of Slashers um, has it has an all American special. Had um, it, yeah. Had it, it has, um, it has three, uh, three slashes on it. As the preacher man, uh, chainsaw Charlie, and Doctor Ripper. Um, sounds it sounds it sounds, it sounds it sounded pretty like a good concept to me so far. And that's the thing; it's one of these ones where you the concept is really interesting because yeah. you have a cameraman and a narrator who's kind of going along as the action unfolds, and the idea is that. They have, you know, I think it's that one person um have to has to survive and they get like 10 million dollars or something. But it's really weird because what, what also happens is they have shot collars on and there's no there's no rules in the slashes, yeah, and there's no um, you know, there's there's like anything that happens during it is legal, there's stuff like that. But there's the super weird thing is. When they cut to commercial, <laughs> everybody has to stay still and ah, stay in yeah. their position. So <laughs> you get, you get. Um, there's a moment where um, one of the one of the killers has the woman pinned to the ground, and then the commercial comes. So he just says, <laughs> "Stop!" He just, has, everyone just has to stop. If they move, they get shocked. And there's a later part where um, um, they they run into Chainsaw Charlie. Uh, cuts to commercial <laughs> just before. And then the guy's like, oh, this, "All right, I can't move, but I can still talk." So he's like, "What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna grab Chainsaw Charlie and jump off this bridge and kill him." And Chainsaw Charlie takes his mask off and he's like, "No, please don't do that." <laughs> he's like, "I'll let you go when it starts." <laughs> and it's just it's this like super low budget, strange. I, was gonna say, thing.
0: I, I have I have just Google, as you said, just to get a, a poster, and I'm I'm now seeing maybe where the best worst like it's so good it's bad maybe because looking at the pictures that i'm seeing it it definitely looks like an odd what like what you're saying actually sounds like if you imagine that in your head you're probably imagining it higher budget than what i'm seeing in front definitely. of me Do you know what i mean it sounds like a good concept for a horror just could it sounds like it needed more budget to actually yeah. realize its intentions it is it was aiming big yeah and it's it. uh couldn't quite live up to the that, <laughs> big concept
1: that's it because and that's the strange thing is it it be- it's all shot by a cameraman called Hideo. So all of the camera angles we get, stuff like that, it feels very found footage. Yeah. Because it's shot by what's supposed to be a cameraman. And it's, it, it's like this super weird moments in it, like where two of the characters um, are chased into this room called the Love Room, where if <laughs> they have sex on whilst the, the show's live, they won't be pursued whilst they're having sex. So it's really weird. It's like this really concept, you know, strange concept. Um, the the gore is also super low budget, but it kind of feels it's kind of that low budget in a fun way. You yeah, know? It, it, it looks schlocky, but it's not <laughs> it doesn't look overly bad. Um, and you get you get some good inventive kills. You get bad acting, which you kind of <laughs> expect. Um, and it's, I don't know, it's just this super weird film that I just stumbled upon. All three <laughs> of the films on here are just films that I stumbled on somehow. Um, so yours are going to definitely be more of an alternative. Yeah. Mine, mine are probably
0: more mainstream. Probably, I yeah, I think so. I think mine are a bit more mainstream. Yours are the alternative. It's good to have a mix. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: this is the oldest film, the... Newest film I've got on the list. Okay. So the other ones take a little bit of a deeper depth. <laughs> um, yes, but I would def- I definitely recommend Slashers because it just has this weird charm to it. And even though, whilst watching it, I was like, yeah, this is a bad film, I was kind of like, but it's super fun. And yeah. it's like, I don't want to finish watching it. It's really <laughs> good. Um, so that's my first one. That's your one first game. one.
0: Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna kick straight off with my my first one and my uh, and my one that I said was a controversial pick, uh, because the more I have thought about this in the weeks since I've watched it, the more I can't quite wrap my head around it. The more I've looked into behind the scenes and stuff, and there doesn't seem to be that some people say one thing and then some people say the other way it should be made. So uh, the other intentions for the film, and 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 you've got some of the greatest cr- like critics. Saying it, it, it's awful, and then some of them saying it's a masterpiece, and it's yeah. just one of those that just hits either way. And I'm going for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. Oh wow! As the one of the best worst that I think I've yeah. seen because it's just. And this is what i now you might realise what I mean about like when you look into the background, there's a lot of stuff on the saying that toe Cooper intended to make a film that was almost like the opposite of the original, like going like against all of it. Yeah, yeah. like a parody. But then there are other people that say that that's not the case and that's not true and that he he wanted to make something that was more, like, modern of the aspect then, but it was never intended to be a parody. It was meant to be weird. But the film, it feels like a parody. Yeah. It feels like a weird, twisted, like, black humour kind of film. Yeah. And it, it, it's there. But I definitely think, for some people, they are just going to laugh at this film a lot more than they're ever going to be scared of this film. Like... yeah. I'd, I'd lever face is not a scary monster in this scene he's completely deconstructed to almost be a you know there are some scenes yes where he's like slashing at the guys with the car that car, that scene, car is which awesome. is really cool it's an awesome it's an awesome scene I think that's the one scene I really remember where I felt a little bit scared his brother is Chop more Top. Chop Chop is more the one that you're kind of creeped out by and disgusted by uh, in this yeah. film
1: see I I genuinely I'm in the, <laughs> the I guess it would be the latter camp where I <laughs> love this film yes. and I think it's it's like I don't know I was I saw it because I was doing some research as well and I think a lot of the times when we do this kind of top three you know in memoriam stuff like that we we do we both do some research and we look at forums and we look at articles about it but just to kind of get a flavor yeah um, and I saw this one on a couple of lists and I was like It's not a bad film. It's like, it's a, it is, it's like a power.
0: It's the hard fit with the fit is I wouldn't say it's necessarily bad. uh, I wouldn't say it's a bad film. The reason, the only reason I put it on here weirdly is because I wouldn't say it's a bad film for what it is as a standalone thing. I think it's a bad Texas Chainsaw Massacre film. Yeah. If you're saying this is a sequel to the original in my head, that's what's been playing in my head. I think this is a bad film if we say it's a sequel to Texas Chainsaw Massacre.
1: Yeah, it's because so it's weird.
0: almost such a completely different thing. It's it's a weird parody. I I found myself probably more sickened and laughing more than I found myself ever like scared of this as a film in comparison to the original. So this is where I think, for my mind, that's where the best worst part comes from is the idea that it's it's possibly like in some ways as a Texas Chainsaw Massacre film, it's like the worst, but it's um, not the worst of all of them. Sorry, (laughs) but it's like it's like not great as. As I don't, I went through obviously and rewatched all of the ones I'd never seen of Texas Chainsaw Massacre kind of thing and like I'd watched I watched all of them recently. Um, even number three and things like that that yeah. had you know, you know, was a you know, kind of a slow kind of bit like build kind of one, which I had mixed for. It was it was okay in parts, it was saying yeah. it, but you know, it still didn't have anything on the original. Um, but for the most part, I kind of found that although I, I like the remake, and even the remake wasn't quite as good as I remember sadly. I really thought I'd loved it, and it was weirdly, I think in my brain I'd built it up as even worse than it was. It wasn't as dark and, like, it wasn't as, uh, it wasn't as, um, what's the word? It it wasn't as gruesome as I remembered, weirdly. It wasn't as, I don't think, I think my brain has kind of turned it into something even worse than it was, which is good that a film can do that to you. So I still enjoy that film. But I don't find Texas Chainsaw Massacre actually has many good
1: sequels. No.
0: I've gone through and watched them. I don't find, I find it's definitely... And we've talked about this in our pre- prior episode, that yeah. it's a really hard franchise to ever make a sequel to. And we've been making them for so long. Yeah, <laughs> It's really right. hard to ever. But there is, at the same time, this is me in comparison to, say, what the original film was as a film. Yeah. And then looking at all of the sequels. But that doesn't mean that I don't think that they're good. But I do think that they're enjoyable. Yeah. And I weirdly think this franchise is perfect, best, worst kind of films. Now, this isn't like the worst one where I'm saying it's crossing the border while this is like it's poorly made and it's poorly designed. I've got ones on my list that are like poor concept, poor design, poor acting, poor. But I enjoy watching it because it's just fucking stupid. And I'm like laughing my head off. That's where I kind of went for my best, worst yeah. kind of category. But the... um. But this one was just one where it just, it stayed in my mind and in my mind it just, I didn't feel right about it in a way, like the film just settled with me wrong, I was just like, like, I, I enjoy, I weirdly like, I don't know if I was enjoying it or I wasn't enjoying it, like I was enjoying it in in some ways, but not the ways I felt like I should be enjoying <laughs> yeah. this horror film um it is just that weird and i know this one made it onto a few lists and as i said this is why it was a controversial one because my my mind was even split in a couple of ways where i think some people would be like yeah that was a that was terrible but i get why it's kind of fun yeah like but some people would also be like no that's the that's a masterpiece (laughs) you know (laughs) what i mean so it's it's a controversial one and um it's definitely a very different film than toke who made the original film um and it has i mean the head cheese is just disgusting non-stop yeah. like that will just make you sick for head a long time it's always gonna make. and just the scratching of the the metal head it's just yeah. it's just a century it's, it's it's a, that oh. kind of stuff has the weird same psychological effect as the screaming and the feathers yeah. in the original film so it works in that way it's just it's just fucking like You can't tell me that Dennis Hopper with a fucking two (laughs) chainsaw is not fucking like, you know what I mean? Like some of the other ones on my list, I feel like that level of over dramatic acting, like the acting in this film is not exactly like amazing. It is over the top. It is fucking pushing it to the wall. Yeah. And obviously, if yes, parody and stuff like that, but that's what kind of makes it in my head best worst because we can't say that this is the best example of, say, acting, but then it is meant to be like pushed up to like 11. It's meant to be just completely fucking overblown. But again, because it's kind of conflicted as to where and how it changed in production of the film and where Toe Pooper's mind seems to be. Because with a lot of Toe Pooper's stuff, there seems to be a lot of conflicting ideas, like even with the original, what he wanted to make, what he didn't want to make. Yeah. And different things he said are, are very different in different articles. Like he'll say one thing and then you read, it's like you're saying the complete opposite of what you thought, even with the original film. So he's a bit of a hard man to like pin down what he exactly
1: is. his intentions ever were. And he makes... He he the films that he makes always have this sense of weirdness. Yeah, they do. Like, I don't know if you've seen Eaton Alive. No, I it's, haven't seen Eaton Alive. It's a it's a film with Robert England in it, pre-Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. And it's it's about this uh hotel owner who has this derelict hotel who has a alligator. As a pet, <laughs> and he murders people and feeds them to his alligator. But it's just a soup. Is Robert England
0: the hotel owner? Or no, he's just an actor. He's like a this guy who's trying, like a guy that
1: gets eaten. trying to shag prostitutes. <laughs> oh, okay. it opens up with him trying to persuade, let a prostitute fuck her <laughs> in the ass. It's really weird.
0: I, 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 don't, I can weirdly see Robert England perfectly. There's a circle about him as to why he's always been hired for creepy guys. <laughs> yeah,
1: but, it, but it, is, it has that element of like slightly like weirdness to it and slightly like this, this is i wouldn't say this is a well-made film but it's enjoyable yeah. you know yeah he, he's
0: he got yeah as you said he's got that a lot, a lot of them um and as we always know we know that texas chainsaw massacre the original is a film that turned out to be a masterpiece that if you know stuff about the production of the film it could have been an absolute train wreck yeah it somehow managed to turn into something amazing due to actual suffering yeah. <laughs> like that's the reason that film actually worked is because of that level of suffering so you kind of know with the sequel why toe poop probably never want to return to anything that was very similar to the original because they had such a terrible such time boring. making the yeah. original but <laughs> so yeah that's why i have said it is a i do feel that that is one that is a it's a bit of a controversial one it's a it's can, a mixed yeah. opinion that people will have on that but I, I totally see why that film would fit in with some of the other films on my list of just balls to the wall, over the top, like what the hell was going on, what are they thinking kind of thing. Yeah. Doesn't mean that it's not the best, <laughs> but for some people it could be the worst.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right, your number a duo. My number duo <laughs> is um, Frankenhooker from 1990. <laughs> That's not the word yeah. I
0: expected. As I was drinking, that was not what I expected to hear
1: Yeah, <laughs> come out of your mouth. Frank Frank it. <laughs> and it is a, uh, it's by Frank Hennet, Hennenlotter.
0: Yeah. Um, who obviously... I said, yeah, then like, oh, yes. Oh, that, yes. that acclaimed director <laughs> Frank
1: <laughs> Alan, Alan Rotter did you say? H- Hennenlotter. Lotter, um, not Rotter. Helen Lotter, yeah. So he's known kind of predominantly for Basket Case. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. As, as well as Brain Damage was, which is yet again a very weird film. Both two films
0: that again I see, I saw a lot of them. Like people that said these are the weirdest fucking horror films you'll ever see. They're terrible, but they're also kind of great.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I watched, um, and I and I watched, um, I watched Basket Case
0: a few months ago. I saw that when I was younger. It was really... F- I saw it like a, a late-night channel or something. I don't really remember the film very much. I just remember how fucking weird the concept was in my head. I was like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Like, the whole... <laughs> just the basket case along. Just the way it looks, the design of it. It's like, what the
1: fuck? Yeah, <laughs> it's a real... I mean, Basket Case itself is a, such a strange film. It's a great... It, it, kind of conceptually, it's it's a really interesting. You know, it's about a... Um a guy who is just like living a normal life in 70s New York, and he's moved into this shitty like hotel. Um, and he has a basket with him. And it turns out in that basket is his um Siamese twin that was detached from him, <laughs> which is known as Belial, and is like yeah. uh, this. You've seen, I mean, probably seen Belial, but he looks just like an angry ball bag, he's really <laughs> weird. Um but it's a, it's it's a good film. It's about him trying to get revenge on the people who have uh, kind of <coughs> who have uh, separated them at birth. Yeah. So it's a weird film, um, but I don't think it's necessarily the best um, Frank Henenlotter Hennen, film. For me, that is Frankenhooker, which is just just bullshit, insane, um, and it's just so strange. But what it tries to do doesn't seem to work it's almost like the things that it, you know it, it it tries to be doesn't work and the things that it it that don't try really work you know yeah well what's the what, what's the basic short summary of what is
0: the <laughs> um, what is it because i'm trying to work out in my head what Fra- i mean i'm trying to heart. Uh, that yeah. they ever intended to make a good film if the title went with franken <laughs> yeah
1: so it's basically it's about um this guy called jeffrey franken
0: yeah um, <laughs> as you
1: would assume um who he, he kind of works at uh, a power plant and he's you know he's a scientist um tracks yeah he's about to get (laughs) married to this woman elizabeth apparently it was based on frankenstein (laughs) um and when he has like you know um like you know engagement party you know he he gets a um i think he gets like an automatic lawnmower and then there's an accident with it um and basically she gets caught in the path and decapitated and killed what his 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 fiance elizabeth yeah
0: Okay, um, but then I thought, what I thought you were going to say, like basically at his, like, as like Stagnu or something. Oh, That's where no. you were going with that. I thought you were engagement party, but I thought more in my head of stag do and I thought it was going to be like he gets with a hooker, but he accidentally kills her and has to no. revive her. No, his, <laughs> therefore, Frankenhooker. Frank
1: <laughs> no, it's actually his, um, you know, um, his, his, his fiance. fiance gets yeah. killed, and then what he starts doing is, you know, he starts, um, wiring her head up to this machine to like a circuit board um so you know it can it can kind of like um live and uh, but uh, then yeah and then I'll just
0: say to anyone uh, listening, do exactly what i'm doing which is while you're listening to this i would google if you can yeah the because every time there's an interesting images that come with these uh, descriptions Yeah,
1: there's um So then what he starts doing is he starts um, deciding that he's going to rebuild Elizabeth because before Elizabeth was a a big lass and she couldn't lose weight. So what he decides to do is not only will he rebuild her, he has some body parts that that are left over, but he's got to rebuild her with the body that she wanted. So he starts going and murdering prostitutes and... Put in the body, a, basically. That
0: sounds like a really bad excuse. It's awful. It sounds <laughs> like a terrible. Like, ah, my, oh, my wife was a bit on the bigger side. She always said she wanted to yeah. lose weight. Therefore, instead, I'm going to keep the head
1: because I still want it to be my fiance. But I'm going to trade her in for yeah. a better body. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't imagine many situations where you have a justifiable excuse. To bring somebody back from the I dead mean, in a Frankenstein fashion.
0: I mean, I mean, even in my head, I'm thinking. I know, I'm thinking, Okay, I, I see, but then, so therefore, so he goes and kills hookers. He goes and kills hookers. Okay, because I guess I guess you had seen that a hooker her, her, her life was worth less than any her other wife woman he'd killed. Yep, yeah, to of course, you book, know, that, that's that seems to be hot. That that's not actually like, a lot of folks have that weird logic. Yeah, they do. The hooker, ah, it's just the hooker, she doesn't yeah. matter any more than anyone, but it's just the interest of that. <laughs> he's trained her in, not just that, but for a hooker. So he's trading basically for, possibly, (laughs) for many diseases. If If he's just grabbing it, like, not saying that that's the case. They might be all very nice and sanitary, but (laughs) that seems like a weird added (laughs) risk to give himself. It does. Um, I'm not sure. I'm sure the film does not delve into these deep It doesn't doesn't
1: go into these deep themes. But it it does have a scene where he um, he meets a whole bunch of prostitutes at kind of like a brothel. And they have an abusive pimp. Um, and they're all addic- and they're all addicted to crack. And then what he decides to do is well, the women are gonna die of crack anyway, so it's fine. So what he does is he makes some he makes a um, he makes his own version of crack called super crack, which causes <laughs> human beings to explode. So then we get this mental scene where all of these um, prostitutes are smoking crack cocaine and then start <laughs> exploding and and then, obviously, you know, he brings her back. Um, this is definitely on the side
0: of the. This isn't the. This this isn't the. When we said like it's a hot because it could you can see this different ways with best worst horror. This is definitely not the intended to make a good film. Yeah. <laughs> this is the, went to make a horror film that's so bad it's good. <laughs> yeah.
1: But it hits, you know. Whilst I found whilst basket basket case was okay, um, I thought it was decent. It just kind of, um, you know, it, uh, it just... This yeah. worked well. And then, obviously, Elizabeth escapes and starts going... Because she has these body parts of prostitutes, starts going to look for clients.
0: Yeah, I'm just looking at pictures.
1: Yeah. Not of
0: prostitutes, of Frankenhook. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and it's a very... Um, the, the, one that, the, the poster...
0: Uh, has Frankenhooker in the middle of Times Square. Yeah. And then the tagline is, a
1: terrifying tale of sluts and bolts. Yeah. It's <laughs> uh, such a weird film. Um, And it kind of, you know, it has some really, you know, um, really strange moments in it. So, and the gore in it is fucking weird. The whole concept is weird. But it's one of those films where you watch it and you're like, this is awful. Yeah. Like, this this is... <laughs> You know, this is just bad, but it's. But I'm having um, a good time. I'm having an amazing <laughs> time watching yeah. it. I feel like I am on super crack watching <laughs> this. It's such a strange film, night Yeah, it, it just has like a special place in my heart, to be honest, because it's so weird. You know, and and a lot of people think that Basket Case is, you know, his kind of legacy and his masterpiece. But I would say that Frankenhooker is. It's so good. You gotta watch it. It's fucking. I,
0: I, that that one definitely. I'm looking at it now. I'm like, I'm kind of interested. This looks like a proper. Well, it's ni- It's 1990, but it looks like a proper 80s. Yeah. <laughs> what I would have ever said was more like an early 80s kind of just. Yeah. Crazy concept. So yeah, the, the, um, the director's obviously made himself a career out of making like yeah so bad they're good kind of horror films.
1: And it was quite uh, it was quite funny because when it was um, initially released, they had loads of delays because of the because of you know they were trying to obtain an R rating. Um, and then you know the the you know Frank Headon um, says that apparently he got a call from the production company and they said um, congratulations, you're the first film rated S. Um and he he said um s for sex and they said no s for shit. <laughs> <laughs> so you could see
0: that's a that's a good place, to... yeah.
1: You could see kind of what it wanted, where it went from. Um, although Bill Murray did say if you see one film this year, you should see Frankenhooker. So at least he enjoyed that.
0: I think I think, yeah, there's definitely some people that would definitely absolutely love that and that's why i think almost ours ours of um so here's so i think yours is more of the um intentionally probably yeah so more the intentionally good. Bad. mine so that's that's helped me decide <laughs> on which one to cut from my list because okay. i've realized that most of mine are ones that where the director had a good kind of Intentions, but it turned out being hilariously bad. Yeah. Whereas I think you are. So we're we're covering both nice sides yeah. of the kind of area. I think we're together. We're covering both sides. Well, there was your one last one might be your last one might be obviously a little bit different. But I've decided to now cut the one. So the one I were, I'll just say the one I was going to do was with Jaws three D.
1: Yeah. Because I always
0: used to love it. But I'll 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 leave that there. But that one you can't say a film three D is really ever. Especially intended not, to be a great film, not those, not
1: not eighties three D. No, not eighties three
0: D. Is a, yeah, like Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, you know, it knew what it was doing and it went for it. So instead, as my middle, um, I am going to go for one that was meant to be a classy, artsy remake of a, a fantastic original cult horror film, which then turned into an absolute diabolical mess a fantastic performance from the lead star in the worst possible way and that's got to be The Wicker Man oh, it has to be, <laughs> has to be. <laughs> because I remember seeing this film in the cinema Going to see it, having never seen the original Wicker Man when I was, I don't know, I think I was only like 12 or 13 when we went yeah. to go and see this film. Thinking, ah, oh, because oh, well, I think it it wasn't even a 15 because it wasn't, it's not that bad, you know yeah. what I mean? It is more meant to be because the original Wicker Man, yes, okay, the original Wicker Man would be a higher rating because it has a lot more nudity yeah. and a lot more dancing around of nudity and a, a bit more violence. Whereas this 2006 Nicolas Cage one, <laughs> does not have pretty much any most majority of any of that kind of gruesome gore or anything like that. It, it seems to miss the points of a lot of the film, really a lot does, of the concepts of the original. Um, and it's also I, I just I remember going to see it. So the fact that I was able to say I'm fairly certain if if it wasn't 15, I must admit, I maybe I was a little bit older, but I could have sworn I was younger than 15 going to see it. But at the stage when I loved horror films, and thinking, oh, I've yeah. never seen The Wicker Man, but they've done a remake. So you're at the point where, you know, when you're young and you think, ah, yeah, I'm yeah, sure. Be fine. OK, I'll be just as good as the I'll be just as good as the original. And I literally remember people like laughing out loud in the cinema. Like, and you know, it was like, <laughs> "This is meant to be a crime thriller. Why are you laughing?" Yeah. I, obviously, too young to quite understand how bad it was. Like, how bad really? some of it was at the time. I think, <laughs> I think I was still a bit too. Uh, it's like I definitely remember, like, thinking that's a weird way to do that performance. <laughs> um, but it—I mean, half of it doesn't matter. It's Nicolas Cage, and this is Nicolas Cage. At like. The point when he was still somewhat normal <laughs> yeah you know he was still making films where he put in slightly kind of normal he wasn't fully into his deranged this yeah, is this definitely is one of those
1: jumping points
0: this, this, this is a weird this is it is kind of that yes we would got we'd already had things like i think snake eyes and so on, where he can put a kind of a crazy performance in but at that point it was seen it was more an actor Doing a crazy performance, yeah. you know, like a face-off thing. He was at the stage where he was using that to make his like villains and his more mischievous cat. Like, and that was seen as an actor who'd been a little bit calmer. Sometimes you'd see these little flare-ups, but he was starting to do a couple more crazy roles. But people figured, oh, this is this is his good. This is like, oh, it, it could be seen as good because you haven't seen that from the actor as yeah. much before. This is when it started to become a normal thing <laughs> almost. Where we had 2006, we had. Um this Wicker Man, and I don't even know how to... I mean, I'm sure a lot of people listening have seen it. I mean, there are memes of just the things like the bees. No, not the, the bees. bees. and the, <laughs> Which is um, awesome. You know, replacing the whole... Uh, the bees. I think they felt like they were adding an additional kind of gruesome element to it. But he's just off the fucking walls. He's literally... He's like just spends a whole time like screaming in the film. The other actors around them, there's like an early scene with, um, which it kind of sets it all off, like his mental breakdown, like a girl in a car. Yeah. Um, but I went back and rewatched, I went rewatched like little parts of it kind of thing. I didn't rewatch the whole film. Um, I, I knew enough of it. that I was like, I don't, you know, I don't quite need to, I don't have time and I don't quite need to, I'm going to go and just see the parts that I like burned into my brain. And the acting even of the rest of that, like, the little girl is just, like, stoically just, like, so, like, dead wooden. Yeah. That she just, like, throws it out and then he's like, oh, I'll go get that for you. And, like, they have this whole, like, as if it's meant to be a, a kind of ominous bill, uh, like, foreshadowing early on that she's, like, burning in the car. And yeah. she's still just sat there, like. And I think they think that that's meant to be, like, oh oh that's creepy yeah but it doesn't it just comes off of like (laughs) why are you staring and then nicholas cage is so like like snarling like no (laughs) no like like it's just like what the fuck is going on like i don't understand Like it's like they didn't look back at what they were making as they were making it, or they couldn't control Nicolas Cage from <laughs> <Yeah. by> the <tennis laughs> It was like like he manhandled them down. Like don't touch that. <laughs> like, yeah, they had to like put
1: tranquilizers in him in between scenes, otherwise he would just go off. I mean, this is why. Like any scene
0: where Nicolas Cage is in it is good, but the, also the thing that makes it like worst is the fact that any scene he's not in it, and this is a slog or dull film.
1: So it's weird, like,
0: it's weird, like, you kind of want to watch it because you want to watch his performance. But the film is slow. Nothing really happens. It's almost as if they think, oh, everyone knows that we're building to that big ending. So we don't need to add like the original had this amazing, suspenseful, like, ominous little and weird touches you know which almost remind me of like the weird touches like Kubrick added and like The Shining where you just had like the weird like well, bear going down on the guy kind yeah. of, you know what I mean like that that's, that 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 scene like those little touches were in the original where you were just like you were so unsure of what was going on that you were you were confused but in a good way like what the fuck is happening and here the on the island
1: the first one had this really interesting narrative and kind of theme in it around kind of like purity and yeah. like paganism and religion and all like and, it was, and, and it was
0: Britain and it was more related to our like Stonehenge kind of yeah. the weird myths this folk hall. around our folk folk. Yeah. Whereas this is where they've just replaced it and put it in America and therefore, but that they didn't have they didn't have that kind of same folk history. No. So they didn't really have anything to link it to. So they just kind of make up a kind of A weird cult where and you get a lot of scenes like where he goes and visits like say the school and stuff like that and nothing really quite happens in them and it's if they're trying to just make you feel like oh what is actually going on here but instead they they just make it more unintentionally hilarious that for some reason you're just literally following Nicolas Cage walking around an island and making weird like (laughs) like weird faces like
1: <laughs> well, the one thing that struck me is in the in the original Wicker Man, it was kind of, you know, it was the I can't remember the guy's name. It's been so long since I've watched it. I've only watched the original one. Oh, what once. the mate the the yeah the
0: Edwards, um, uh, Edward Edward Edward. It's Edward Ceric
1: Edward. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember. We'll just call him Edward. <laughs> um, where Edward goes to, I and I can't quite remember how, why he's why he goes to the village. Um, in the original, but when he goes there, um it's very established that he's a by-the-book Catholic, yeah. And the whole the whole reason why they need to sacrifice, you know, why they want to sacrifice it is because he's a virgin, um, and he's lived by this moral code, yeah. But in the and so in the original. There's Edward scenes Wood where, Wood. Women, yeah, Edward. Wood I Wood knew Wood. I
0: had a weird, like a, a weird alliteration to it. Edward Woodward. Wood. <laughs> yeah. Where
1: she, and there, but there's scenes where like somebody tried to save him by seducing him because obviously yeah. if he's not a virgin, the point of the sacrifice, and you get this this kind of stuff. In this, in the remake, I I can never remember why it was specifically him that needed to go. Could well, they just it was
0: it was related to a missing child. Yeah, and. The fact that the the girl that died, like I mentioned before, kind of thing, it caused this kind of where he felt like he was looking for some, like some he, he felt like he was going to almost find the it's, it's linked into that whole like, "Oh, I'm going to find my peace by finding this child." and yeah, like that kind of you know, so he goes across. Whereas in the, the original it is much more linked to him actually being an officer kind of there. This is more on kind of his own little mission, and therefore that's why he doesn't really have any links to his moral codes or anything like that. It's, yeah. He just kind of is there. <laughs> He's kind of there weird things occasionally happen, but none of it is scary at any point in the film. Uh, Unlike the original, when it literally is like, it is that kind of psychological at times, like where you're really like, Christopher Lee is like a proper kind of, whereas I don't even remember who the the person, it's a woman and yeah. it's, it's replaced with, but I don't literally remember them having any. Whereas Christopher Lee was like a fucking towering performance in that film, yeah. where it was like fucking hell, this guy's deranged as fuck.
1: But it's the weird thing as well of like um... <sighs> oh, points, God. <gone. laughs> <laughs> but it, it's the thing. I mean, it, you just you. It seems as if with the Wicker Man, this is the point I was trying to I think <laughs> is. The Wicker Man is all about the twist. It's all about that he's the sacrifice and he's put in the Wicker Man. Exactly, yeah. So it's And it's so hard to do, to do a straight remake because everybody knows that. So it seems as if they were like, okay, so we want to remake the Wicker Man. The ending is really cool. Who could we, you know, burn alive? <clears throat> ah, Nicolas Cage. <laughs> so they were like, let's burn Nicolas Cage alive. Yeah. And not think of any of why he's there or make any sense or story. You know. No, well, that, that, that's what it, it it does seem much
0: a character. But like you said, the original is a such a shocking ending. It just it just ends as well, and it, it just kind of cuts you off at the end. Like there it is, and you're just left with that kind of yeah. You know, what I mean, um. And it that's a it's a shocking twist that you can't recreate. And all they tried to do as we said I said earlier, like the bees, the bees is just an extra punishment for him. He gets oh, yeah, extra like he gets extra violent, but, but again, it, it just it's it's just an opportunity for him to hammer up like fucking crazy. That's
1: so funny, it's you such know a what? funny like, scene. And
0: he it's just it's the fact this this was a phase again when Nicolas Cage was doing. Um, the kind of films he would do were just kind of, just like throwaway. Like he'd just do, yes, he does that now, but this is because he he has a lot of debts and he needs to make up money and things like that. But back then, just felt like he was just, he was just kind of in films, but he was just there.
1: I would say this was the period where he was, because now he makes, a lot of the films he he makes now. Now he's trying, no, we've got, we have, to be fair, we have gone past that
0: period where he just made, he was, he was doing, he had one stage where he was doing direct-to-video ones that were just, like Bruce Willis does right yeah, now, basically. You Willis, see please. Bruce Willis for where they just fuck it. Oh, I'm just doing that for a paycheck. Oh, you give me 30 grand to come on one day to do a film. All right. He did, like, he did that. Whereas Nicolas Cage has now rebuilt himself as like an indie horror, like yeah. not indie horror, but well, in some ways, yes. But an indie kind of film like King. Because yeah. he literally has to the point where he has now this summer got like two this year got like two films coming out. They're actually again actual proper theatrical films instead of like say, you know, Mandy and films like that were all kind of yeah. lower tier, like they might have been put in cinemas, but only like a small amount of theatre, yeah, it mainly digital ones. on demand. Um, he has recreated himself completely. There's a, a trailer for his new film, which is basically where Nicolas Cage plays Nicholas Cage It looks so awesome. Who's hide as a thing, and it does look, it does look really good. Um, but yeah, it's it's I don't, I don't know, it, it, but I do think at the same time there is a weird. It's, it is down to we're talking about like trash about Cage, but at the same time he's the reason that I enjoyed it. though. <laughs> yeah, it's because he's so fucking crazy that I weirdly enjoyed it, and I weirdly had like, oh, I, I, I left it. I left. I remember leaving the cinema going okay yeah I, I i would probably i don't know if i knew the twist that's the sad thing is i probably learned the twist of the wicker man in this one i, I knew it before. instead of in the like <laughs> so that's a sad kind of thing that i probably have less impact of the original because nicholas cage did it first in my head yeah, yeah. <laughs> cage did um it. but yeah um i remember leaving and as well being like oh you that was like that Not being like that was boring, whereas I feel like if it had been anyone else in the role, we would have left that cinema going, well, that was a boring film. Yeah. But because it was Nicolas Cage, it was like weirdly entertaining. And I weirdly, I think I weirdly ended up watching it again, like not long after, not in the cinema. But when it came out, I was like, oh yeah, that was quite good. And I rewatched it. I think by then I may have matured because I went what the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah. What made me think this was good? <laughs> um, yeah, so that is... Uh, I'm just going to leave it there. That's that's my number uh, two.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, before we go to reveal our number ones, I will take a, a tr- little trip over to the social media lounge. Um, so over on Twitter and uh, Instagram at Podcast, we put out that our next episode is Favourite Worst Horror Movies. Um, and some of the so-bad-that-they're-good kind of films. Um, Simon from um, So I'm, I'm a Horror Fan um, podcast left us a very extensive list um, <laughs> of both non-horror and horror. So some of his non-horror ones um, included Batman Forever, um, Judge Dredd, I'm assuming the, the Sliced Alone one, Um, And Crank and Crank 2. And then some of the horror ones he had um, Nightmare on Elm Street 5, The Dream Child, uh, Blair Witch 2, uh, Dracula 2000. Um, Yeah. Yeah, you can
0: see some of those choices. And if we were on Batman, by the way, I I wouldn't have gone for Batman forever. I would have gone Batman and Robin. That's an absolute fucking so amazing, but it's awful. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. That is the epitome in my brain of this whole category. Is that best worst is Arnold Schwarzenegger in Batman and Robin? That's fucking class. is the fucking like the it is the greatest thing. I love that film. And I absolutely know it's garbage yeah <laughs> it's one of the worst scripts and cross promotional marketing things ever but Arnold Schwarzenegger is Mr Freeze making quits the whole time like they paid him fucking 20 million pounds the highest paid actor like one of the he's literally one of the highest paid actors ever for that film because not only got 20 million he got back ends of box office for literally starring in that film and just being Arnold Schwarzenegger in makeup and You know, and spouting random
1: Yeah. (laughs) What killed the dinosaurs? The ice age. (laughs) So amazing. Um, Um, Chaz from uh, Horror Friendly Podcast um, suggested uh, Sharknado and Reptile 2001. Yeah. Um, And then Ivan also suggested Batman Forever as well.
0: Um, Batman Forever. Yeah. I I, I weirdly find that Batman Forever is... I don't find it to be an actually a bad film. It's not a great Batman film, but I feel like it's not a bad
1: film. (laughs) I've not seen this. I genuinely don't think I've seen it since we rented it on VHS shortly after it came out. It's, I mean, it's a very different, but for like a lighter
0: kind of Batman film, I don't find that one that bad. And it tries to be a little bit more like darker at times and moments. Whereas in comparison to the next one, it's just fucking, the next one was just like, literally like, put in, it's like, uh, the next one is like the equivalent, a film equivalent of a neon light. It's literally like, <laughs> look at that bright
1: glowing thing, oh that's interesting, yeah. look at that it's like, oh wow <laughs> what was it? it? Did it go, Batman Batman Returns Yeah. Batman Forever, Forever. Yeah. Robin and Batman.
0: Batman and Robin, yeah Batman and Robin, yeah. Yeah. yeah, obviously yeah so two by Tim Burton, two by Joel Schumacher
1: and so Val Kim was only once. Bruce Wayne once, wasn't
0: he? Yeah, he, he quit, he didn't want to do it again <laughs> Really? Yeah,
1: he did. Uh, he um.
0: Val Kilmer he fucking apparently he, he didn't really he wasn't like he in the first place but they kind of said like this is Batman you don't really turn it down and he was like yeah okay fine I'll do it like um, and he fucking hated the experience he said he was basically just there as a, like a prop like if you notice in the film it's basically Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones's film it's not really Batman's yeah, basically film like it's all of the it's the villain and that happens for Batman and Robin as well that's the same reason George Clooney was brought in like while he was still kind of mainly more TV star than yeah. his movie because they were like it's Batman. But actually, it's more about the BS. Like, that's why... Arnold Schwarzenegger's at the top of the poster, huge, and then the rest of them are all kind of like beside him. Yeah, and it, because is, it is, and it is his film completely. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's um, Val Kelber quit. Uh, he, he they asked it, he was meant to do Batman and Robin, and he was just like, "No, I'm not doing that. I don't, I don't want to do that." I've uh, he he said like he literally was just in a suit that he couldn't even half the time he couldn't breathe in. Oh, he wow. just so he couldn't even get lines out properly. So he was like, "I was just stood there." If you if, he said, "If you re-watch the film." There's a uh, there's a documentary on Val Kilmer because what yeah, I did, I know did, did you know about his yeah, voice? Yeah, you, you told me about that. Yeah, I, I never realized that he had such vocal like. Now he had cancer and his had it and he can literally only speak if he puts his hand over the hole that he has in his throat.
1: Damn. Um
0: so he's he's uh, he's like it was it's a really good if you haven't seen it. Val the documentary on him is really interesting because he literally he filmed like his whole career. He used to go around with a camera, he used to annoy yeah. the fuck out of other people. There's like all kinds of actors that you see in it just looking at it like, Why are you filming me? Like in like oh, yeah. from like the early eighties, right through his career, he used to film all of it. Yeah. So he's got all this footage of like behind the scenes, like with actors and stuff, like just like off their faces, <laughs> wow! Like Kevin Bacon and like Sean uh, Penn, like looking at him, like what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Kevin Bacon, flashing the ass at the screen and stuff. <laughs> I might have to watch, but this but it's amazing. uh but no, it's it's good, but it's also quite much But yeah, it gives you lots of behind the scenes on like some of his films, and yeah, Batman. He he just he said his kids absolutely love that he was in it, but. And it, you know, it was good. It made something. It made him some money. But he literally only did it because he like like that. He thought he would be more of a. He'd get to really dig into the character. Yeah. And he said he he
1: like as Bruce Wayne a bit, but most of the time he was as Batman and he fucking hated. It. Yeah. <laughs> so In most yeah. Of, I read a story of when Mance Mickelson went to go to audition to be Richard Reed, um, oh, yeah. f- Fantastic Four reboot, and they, oh, yeah. they did they didn't ask him to read any lines or anything. They just said hold your arms out and see how far you can reach. (laughs) And then they were like, yeah, that's it. And then he left and was like, I don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of weird. Um, yeah, no, the, they were in a, a bad state. <laughs> they, yeah, I, they, might, uh, I think, well, obviously I've seen the Batman tonight. Yes, um, I have seen the, Batman. the I, Batman. I put my thoughts on that on, a, on our Insta
0: page. And that's, that Batman, it does almost fall into horror f- thriller. <laughs> yeah. So it's an interesting one, that Batman. Um, um,
1: but I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it. And I think I might do a Batman rewatch. Um, but to get back to the best worst one, yes. Uh, before we become a Batman Um so uh, it is, and this is a film that I fucking love, though it is so bad, um, and that is Microwave Massacre from 1979. Um, uh, I, I have I not seen
0: this, this, but you have talked about this a lot of times to me. Yeah. I think you said, I haven't seen it, it's on Did you say it's on Amazon or it used to be? It it used
1: to be on Amazon Prime, but I think it's moved over to Arrow, which you can get on Amazon Prime, but it's moved over to one of the subscription services. Um, And yeah, I've told you about this, um, but I don't think i ever spoke about it on the podcast um, because it's just a fucking batshit (laughs) um, kind of black comedy horror. Um, It was directed by Wayne Berwick, um, and, uh, it was, I can't even find out what, what budget it was, uh, but it was made, um, yeah, uh, it's just the weirdest fucking film ever. So it starts about this guy called Donald, um, who's kind of like an overweight, middle-aged construction worker. Yeah. Um, and, uh, his wife is kind of you know is uh is trying to make it seem like they're classier than they are and follow these gourmet recipes and try to help him to lose weight so she's in charge of his diet mm-hmm. and it opens up and it's them in the, this construction scene um, and he's got these two friends with him uh and they've got like bologna and cheese sandwiches and he's got i'm not joking he's got a, a big bag. A big roll, and in it is a massive piece of lettuce and a plastic crab. <laughs> it looks so clearly plastic, and it's just the whole film just has this super schlocky feel to it. Because like he then goes home, and, you know, he his wife's talking about all this recipes that she's making him. Make him and stuff like that, and he goes out and he gets drunk and he accidentally comes back and kills his wife, and then he's like horrified. And then he's like, Actually, it's not that bad. Um, he just cuts her up and puts her in the freezer. <laughs> she gets a microwave, which I don't know if this is it, in the 70s, but it's basically like an, an oven you know, it's like massive, yeah, unit. Um, and
0: they, I had noticed in some films some of the American ones almost look more like they're like microwave ovens yeah, instead so they're like that so like they are quite they're not as big as they were but I'm sure back then they were like it's literally used. like another but, but yeah but they uh they, I noticed they have quite a lot of their microwaves are almost more like the what we would call like a microwave slash Yeah, combi kind of thing yeah. that's what their microwave is our microwaves
1: not. are like tabletop aren't they yeah ours yeah, are
0: just like an open door and glass. you throw it in and you, you make like quick things but you're not going to make like a whole meal in it whereas some of theirs they're taking it out like oh here's my roast here's oh, my like,
1: roast <laughs> like, not,
0: that you got, not that the Americans have the roast but you know what I mean like yeah. they have their meat coming out of meat that uh, that microwave oven like oh shit well, I don't do that if I put my <laughs> turkey in there it will explode yeah <laughs> well that's
1: what I mean he kind of eventually he he somehow ends up accidentally eating his wife's hand and then he's like, wait a
0: minute. But <laughs> right.
1: well, just grabs it out of the freezer? Yeah. Like, ah, he
0: literally grabs it
1: out of the freezer. What have I got? Oh, is that, is that some fish fingers? <laughs> yeah. Really he, he grabs it out of the freezer thinking it's like a sandwich or thinking it's like a cut of turkey or something. I can't yeah. remember how it is. And then he bites it and he's like, he's eating it. And he's like, oh, that's really good. And then he raises it to her fingers, her hand, and he's like, actually. <laughs> and then he microwaves it. <laughs> so then what he starts doing is... Um, he starts serving it to his friends. Yeah, um, and they're like love and get. Um, there's another really weird bit in it where at the construction site, um, there's like this blonde woman, and there's like uh, like a fence with like two holes in it. And she just puts her tits through, and the boys just like run towards to look at it. <laughs> But it's not, I don't think, it, if I remember right, it's not like it's off the site. Yeah. It's like just a random like bit of wood that she does <laughs> it on and then she runs away. It's really weird. Um, <laughs> so he starts giving it to his friends and they start eating yeah. Um And then he, you know, common theme in these movies, he starts killing prostitutes and cooking <laughs> them and eating them. Um, but it's just such a strange film because you, like it... it, it towards the end it just cuts away and then it feels like it, there's going to be like another 15 20 minutes like yeah. a finale of it and then it just cuts away and just ends ah, so there's
0: <laughs>
1: so there's no is there much of an
0: ending or a uh, uh I mean like a, no. a, a resolution for him or anything that
1: happens to change no basically he goes i mean i'm gonna i'll say it because it's not. i mean it's a shit film, so not or not if you're enjoying
0: it, it really. so far just yeah, yeah. Just, uh, you can skip stop forward, listening for two minutes yeah skip for <laughs> a minute
1: um so basically he goes to the doctor and the doctor tells him you need to sort out what's going on because your heart's really bad um and he's like again all the diseases from the prostitute maybe <laughs> um and the, the lean meat either yeah. way anyway, he ends up um it cuts to his friends um and his friends are coming in and they find him on the floor dead from a heart attack. And then they open the <laughs> oven and see his wife's head in there or see like a head in there. And then they're like, oh, my God, we've been eating. Enough. So it's more about this. guy. It's more the guy It's
0: more follows like how worse and worse he gets with this kind of thing. Yeah. And it's not actually kind of like classic kind of like there's no actually real come up like no you know, he does, there's no, no like come up it's like oh the police start investigating no. hookers or nope or one of his friends starts to catch nope. on and tries to get no it's just
1: it's just he's dead of a heart attack and then somebody comes in at the end because they're renovating the house or they're getting rid of things and, and notices there's a faulty wire and goes so this well this is a well yeah because of this somebody with a pacemaker might might be dangerous. <laughs> so there's literally like no resolution I was watching yet. And ah. then his friends came in and I was like, oh, maybe his friends are going to find out what's happening. He might have to kill his friends and one of them tell the police. And <laughs> yeah. we'll get, you know, like That's what you thought act. was going to kind of happen. And though. you just see him dead on the floor and it's like, that's it. oh, that's it. That's and then <laughs> two minutes later, it's over. Oh,
0: I guess nice and lean, like his food. <laughs> yeah, it's a lean food. <laughs> um, it does. Yeah, it definitely kind of makes me like I was kind of thinking with the... With the the bodies and, the, and then the in the um, freezer and stuff like that, that would get a little bit more of a kind of a, a build up or a conclusion
1: to that story. Yeah, you think so? Because uh, Frankenhooker does ha- has a conclusion. You yeah. know things start happening and it goes there. Whereas this one, it's it literally it feels like they just go, oh shit, we've got enough money to film one or two scenes left. Yeah. Oh, He's just going to die from a heart attack, and it's really weird.
0: It, it, it well, to be fair, it's it, it sounds like a kind of uh, yeah. This film is obviously underappreciated at its time. It's obviously major social commentary on how fast food is changing America. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, it, sounds like a deep, deep explanation of how you can get worse and worse with your eating yeah. habits until one day you will just have die. eaten. It, it kind of reminds me weirdly in my head of uh, there's a um. There's a Simpsons Trios of Horror one where Homer one day accidentally cuts off his finger and accidentally takes a little bite and he's like, oh. like Homer, no, no. He's, he's left home alone for like a day and basically he eats all of the food in the house and then uh, accidentally cuts and fries one of his fingers and it smells so good he has a nibble. Yeah. And basically by the time Marge has come back, he's basically removed (laughs) most of his flesh. Oh, wow. And started eating it to the point where he literally just says, I'm so addicted to my food that I can't stop. To the point where he serves a final meal of himself to his, his family what the hell i don't think i've ever seen that it's actually. a it's, it's weirdly like obviously it's played up as comedy so it sounds darker than i'm saying yeah but it is quite dark and it's quite an explanation of like homer simpson's addiction to his eating and stuff And yeah. it just but it's it's a weirdly strong one and it's in one of the later series but it's weirdly you're there like fuck it out like like even a joke
1: about like spaghetti in my balls and things like that like (laughs) that's fucking weird (laughs) um but the thing about microwave massacre is it nothing uh, that it tries works like i said so it tries to have comedy in it but the jokes just fall flat (laughs) it's not a gory film there's no gore in it like basically you see you see a head but you don't see loads of blood you see like a hand (laughs) So you can tell it's like a prop hand, you know, all of the, I think all of the killings are done through strangulation. Yeah. There's no, you know, there's literally like such minimal blood in it that it almost doesn't, you know, you look at it and you're like, you, if, you uh, so expect it to an, be really gory. It's an
0: interesting deep one that you've kind of taken. Cause you've got a, uh, you've got almost a film that obviously was not ever intended to be like a great, like horror film. Like no. It wasn't intended to be that but it's almost where we've got the intentions to at least make a good, like, almost like make a good kind of one of those good schlocky horror films, and yet they still kind of failed to make that level, so it's the intention was actually, so we've got like, this is like a, this is like a best worst within a best worst. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. It's a deep one where it's trying to make a best worst horror film, but it also kind of fails to make a best worst horror film while still being a best worst horror film. Yeah, So I mean, like, it's still a it's still an enjoyable, fun one, but they actually intended to do something different and they still failed to make that original intention. But it still is a massive... I do need to check this out. I will check it out on my streaming because it's yeah. uh, on my streaming site because it definitely sounds like an... It, that, that sounds like a fun one. So, it's yeah. Fra- Fra- Hookers, <laughs> Fraggin Hookers, Fraggin Hackers sound good as well. Slasher looked very strong. <laughs> Slasher looked honestly. weird and unusual, and yeah, looks like a, all sound like a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, well, let's hear your number one. Well, yeah. you already
0: know what my number one oh, is. It's know. it's it, we we mentioned it in our first episode, I think. I think yeah, we've, I think we've we've had little hints to it, but we've never properly talked about it. It's Just kind of been mentioned as more of like a, a memory yeah. than a than a film. Um, and it is for me this is the this is the ultimate kind of yeah. best worst horror film because it was intended to be a actual kind of fantasy horror film. Um, it, it had high intentions to be a sequel to a a strange fantasy kind of not not hugely horror kind of original film but it also wasn't um and this is troll too so good I, I, so well t- we said one of us was gonna have this on our list didn't we 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 did yeah um to go back to like what we said in the original uh, like our first ever episode on our horror memories and things like that this this was like a proper we had as as a friends group and things like that back in the day we had there are some moments that you just remember as being a moment when yeah. like everybody <laughs> came together and the same feeling about something. We talked about it with um, Until Dawn, like yeah. that kind of thing. Like some of the like Halloween parties and stuff we had were kind of like seminal moments in yeah. our gr- growing up. But Troll 2 was like a moment which we were sat around with some beers. Weird. I don't completely remember how we even discovered this horror film.
1: Well, I think it all started with that. So what we used to do was we used to do like a... It was almost like a CEX challenge where yeah. we would take... We would we would get £5 pounds and we'd go into CEX and we'd find the worst horror movies we could find. Yeah. And the most low-budget shit. So I think that's how we discovered Giant Shark versus Mega Octopus or whatever it was called. Screaming. Yeah, no man. Killer,
0: cl- Clown Killer or something like, so, so, something something like that. so like A clown in it. I just remember yeah. it looked so cheap on the box. However... It wasn't a CX buy because it we doesn't. didn't have a physical copy of but this I film. think
1: this is what started it off because we wanted to then watch more bad films.
0: I think our friend Pete Warren got a copy of a film. Like the- I think he'd heard of it, Maybe. I
1: think he brought a copy or something. The Wasman shower. I think
0: all man. The, the wizard of was. He uh, he found a copy. I think. I'm fairly certain it's him who brought a copy over Maybe. to our house. Um because I end up remembering that I end up going off and illegally downloading a copy, and I still to this day, if you go onto my my uh, my Apple, the only video on there is a cop is a pirated copy of <laughs> Troll Two. It's on there. It's still on there after all these years. So I have still got a copy of the film um, after all these years. But oh. it just was. I think we came into it, uh, uh, you know, like any of the other ones, like expecting this to be, you know, like any of the other would recently watch, you know, your classic, I don't know, zombie vs or expecting it to be like awfully bad. Yeah. But this kind of took a different character kind of because. It's not just that this film is bad; it's beyond that. It's it's acting that is so wooden and awful. But. So bad that it makes you fucking lol. I mean, the oh my god moment. I mean, the, the like, whole film
1: itself is you so need to serious. check it out.
0: If you don't know Troll 2, just go, it'll make you want to watch it. Just go onto YouTube and
1: put like Troll 2, oh my god. Well, I mean, I, I still remember the family go to the town of Nilbog um, which well, we still have we have that as
0: our Nilbog yeah. is our on our on most of our social <laughs> media you'll see the location is Nilbog which uh, if you haven't already worked it out is backwards more goblin yeah who are the creatures in this film however the creatures in this film the, the goblins in this film like the, the amount of, so this was made by a, an Italian an Italian director. You've got the thing in front of me. Yeah, um, Italian directors, I love them. Claudio uh, Fragasso. Fragasso. I love um, Italian however, directors. However, I believe that it, he, he'd been swapped over for another director because this film had gone through so many production problems and budgetary problems. Now, as I said, this was technically made, but like I feel like, like a lot of ones where we hear this is the second one of a successful American. You know, first one. Yeah. The first one called Trolls, which was a film that starred uh, the actress Julia Louise Dreyfus, And we did watch this as well. We yeah, did, we watch, did it once, watch it once. And it's got nothing Troll to it. It's not even really even, it's not even good. It's just a bad horror film. Yes. Um, it was literally like a weird fantasy world that she'd go into, which is called Trolls, um, which didn't actually feature many trolls i remember um, it being set in
1: an apartment block
0: yeah. that's literally she's it. in an apartment block and like there's a like a door that opens and it takes her into this kind of world It's almost hard to say it's a horror film because I don't actually remember anything being scary about it. It was listed as a fantasy horror. And yet it does have very little kind of like real horror elements, apart from the fact that some of the stuff she sees in there gets weirder and weirder. It feels like it was trying to build on the, say, the labyrinth kind of dark crystal kind of world. Yeah, kind of vibe. You know what I mean? It, It feels very much like that. But all I know is it's a very forgettable horror film. But they linked it with this film, but in the same way that a lot of Italian directors link it, like we've yeah. said with Dawn of the Dead being Zombie 2, as in the first one, when it had no Zombie yeah. their Zombie 2 actually had no actual <laughs> relation to Dawn of the Dead. Um it's 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 that kind of weird um, link that happens with this Troll Film where they had several directors. But going back to the goblins now, yeah, <laughs> the goblins are amazing because they are the some of the worst production designs. Sorry, like character designs you will ever see because you've got one. You might see one goblin and be like, okay, that's kind of okay, and then suddenly you look at the ones around it and realized, and they've even in the production they even said. This only had, like... They actually only ended up making, like, 10 goblin masks and then realised, oh, but in in our thing, we're going to have, like, 50 goblins. Yeah. (laughs) So then... They started making paper mache ones <laughs> that they thought could make just the same. <laughs> and it's one of the other amazing things to look at in the film. it's just like you see all of these different. You see this like one that's got just this massive head with like a long droopy face. That yeah. every time I, I, I'm pretty sure we played like a drinking game. or so like every time you spot
1: that weird. Yeah, one there was one drink one with a weird eye. Wasn't. Yeah, it? he every was just like fucked
0: up. Or it was like you could see like there was even ones if you look at them where they look like they like the mask was like breaking <laughs> or like falling apart. Um, And then you've got this weird Like um, You've got uh, Grandpa Seth Seth, Who is somewhere between uh, The wise old man And the guy that's going to rape your (laughs) grandson Yeah
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's kind of got He's just like strange pedophile. But he's protector. But he's dead as well. Yeah, he's dead. He's, he's dead. dead. So it's like we're, we're telling it in backstory, but
0: we're also getting him as a spirit. It's really hard to tell at some point whether he's dead or alive. Yeah. <laughs> um it, it, there's no consistency to this, but we fucking loved grandpa. So <laughs> yeah. every Seth. time we were like, he's definitely, he's gonna diddle his <laughs> grandpa. He's gonna right diddle, now. he's we're, a diddle. It, it, it was literally like. You want to get into the uh tro- <laughs> Yeah. If <laughs> you want to make the <laughs> tro- you gotta get into this boy's, boy's hole. hole. Yeah. We're literally there, like he's getting raped now. This is yeah. you- this is the part when they <laughs> when they bend him up and put the covers over the top to- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and we still believe that grandpa <laughs> well, the Seth probably did diddle his grandson. The Shawshank redemption style <laughs> cut off, you know. We I-, I think we even get a weird scene where he's driving along and the spirit of grandpa Seth like comes on like yeah, it a- takes over like a it's like on a like a like he sees him like in this kind of just his head at one point or something like that I mean, that I,
1: happens in the mirror doesn't it yeah how, we see, how, see that the, I, I, I think
0: something. he sees it when he's in the car the reflection yeah. in the window in the car um and we've got the witch or whatever the fuck she's meant yeah. to be so We have a scene where she literally is meant to look like the fittest thing. One scene, she looks like a a weird, like, librarian. Yeah. Then she's dressed up like a complete slut, meant to make one of the boys kind of, oh, look at me, come here. Like She's got, like, her tits, like, pushed right up in his face. Nice. Then she turns into the weird witch, which is just the makeup on her. She's got a, a nose that is... Like, obviously, fake. She's got fingers that look kind of like the ones you get in the Halloween shop. Yeah. You know, the really shit ones. Yeah. And like, you see them in like petrol stations, like <laughs> the ones that kids just
1: put on the end of their fingers. I don't um, think I've ever seen one of those in a petrol station. <laughs> you know, oh,
0: I see them all the, all the time. But I'll go, like, they have like, once Halloween, it's like, uh, as if they get Halloween. sent, they get sent like a little, oh, here's like a little stand with just some random crappy Halloween it's decorations. Like fake on blood it. It? Yeah. It's like a fake blood, which is like the worst fake blood ever. If you put it on, yeah. it's like, It doesn't work. It's like it's going clear, like straight. How's it going clear? It was red, (laughs) Um, and literally, it's she's and she is the hammiest.
1: Oh yeah, she's so ham.
0: Just like cackling, can't act like none of no one can really act in this film. Yeah, we've got we've got the milk, our green milk, where they haven't got any supplies, so they need to go and get some milk, and the milk
1: is contaminated with. We right. don't know what it is,
0: no, but... It's plants of something, or they're growing plants, and the plants are green, and there seems to be a correlation. Well, But the, this film, don't expect any explanation.
1: Well, the idea is, because I don't think we've dropped this yet, but the goblins are vegetarian. Yes. So they yeah. make people eat stuff, which turns them into plants.
0: Yes, so, so this is this is in fact <laughs> the, the oh my God scene. Yeah. They're eating him, they're eating him, and then they're going to eat me. They're eating the, Oh the, my the, God. God. And there's a fly on his head. <laughs> so his friend is literally like, you see them kind of in mid mid plant root kind of form, like where like their legs are now roots, but their arms are slightly changing, but their body is just like covered in some greenery or something. Yeah. And then finally it's like the witch is like, and make the final transformation. And then suddenly he turns into like a gloop and then all of the trolls come in and just feast upon him. Yeah. And um, that's basically what happens to them, except we get that in like one scene. And then in other scenes, it's not as clear <laughs> as to that's the intention. We no. have scenes on a camper van where we've got like two a guy and a girl like getting it together. That's the
1: guy with the um, with the witch.
0: Is it the guy? Oh, that is the guy yeah, with the witch. Yeah, she, and you get that it's crazy like the rocking the caravan corn. and yeah, she the corn and oh my god, the corn! I forgot the corn. How did on you forget corn. that? Fucking it out, eating like not just the eating of the corn on the cob, but then the popping of the corn. Yeah, the corn literally bursting like as if there's so much heat between them that the corner of the cup starts bursting into pups and yeah and we get filled up with popcorn and how the fuck did i forget that yeah oh my god oh it's it's a film worthy of a film but everything we just described to you and more is what makes this film like the it's like the best thing ever (laughs) but it's also the worst thing ever so it's the worst acting worst production design that you'll see probably in one end like any film you could probably watch of a horror yeah. film and yet you could watch it on repeat we watched it several
1: times yeah we did man. i need to watch it again <laughs>
0: yeah, we it needs to be revisited it is a it is a gem although we used to struggle to find a copy of it at all yeah we did didn't we? we literally the, i had to download that copy and it was literally like uh, this is this is again back in uh what is it like um what were the old uh piracy websites pirate bay or fire
1: um i always remember utah
0: yeah things like that like um yeah and um all of those kind of ones like live wire and things like oh, that live wire yeah live wire. and like f- i think it changed to like frost wire every yeah, time they tried wire. to get shut down they just opened with a new like snow wire or yeah. like <laughs> different like they just changed the first part of the, the word um all of those <laughs> yeah and i think i remember searching i found like one Literally one to rent online, and it took me like a week to download it because we said we wanted to watch it again. That's the days we used to live in. But it's just—it literally is the perfect film if you want to. If you want to just like not not be scared, but if you want to laugh, if you want to literally hilariously laugh, and you love twisted kind of unintentionally funny, just like kind of awkward, hammy kind of films then literally it's the perfect film to get some beers and just sit around and like, yeah. here we go. <laughs> Let's go. I would literally... I would pay good money, and I am I know in America there are festivals that show it. I'd pay good money to go and watch this in a big screen. Yeah. Just have some beers and I'd sit around with it. your friends and just be able to see this on a big screen. <laughs> it's would so just, good. Would just be amazing. I would... Oh, yeah, <laughs> we need to watch it again. Um, we do. We need to have a... We're going to have a, a revisit of that.
1: <laughs> there is... Um, you know, there is, apparently there is a sequel. Um, I'm just looking now. Um, this two other films. Oh no, two other films as sequels. So there's the Crawlers, which was known as a uh, Troll Free, <laughs> and Quest for the Mighty Sword. Oh yeah, I do I do remember when we uh when we used to, we used to look
0: into this a lot. We I used to look into the production on this a yeah. lot. There's even a film on the make, there's a film on the making of this film. Um all about that where they talk back about all the crazy stuff. I think it's on YouTube, you can watch it. Um it's a crazy ride. I don't think we ever watched any of those sequels though. The crawlers and the no, we never got. Around I remember to. one of them because one of them is again a very fantasy-heavy kind of. It looked like a proper, like weirdly low-budget, but fantasy. Like it had like a big guy who looked like he was trying to be like a he-man or something <laughs> in the middle of like caves
1: where the trolls may reappear. It's it's fucking class. <laughs> it was so, yeah, it was such a fucking weird film. So bad, but we just had such a good time watching it, it. It
0: threw us off completely. It was a good tradition. Yeah, we should bring back the uh, the bad movie night
1: tradition. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> um. Well, did you have any um, dishonorable mentions or anything like that? Because I I watched a film. There were there were two films that I had in mind for this. Um. So one of them was um was bats which yeah. in 1999, um, and I watched it, and though there were some moments I was like, yeah, this is bad. And it's, I, I was, I've
0: oh. seen uh, scenes of that. Um, is that where it's got, like, at one point where it's got, like, a professor out in, like, the courtyard, and he says, like... <laughs> Like I'm the creator, and they will come to me, and yeah. then they fucking devour him. Like, yeah, it's the guy out of Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it has some like that one has some like larger actors. Like they thought it was going to be like a bigger hit than it was. Or something. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, and it had
1: um, it had the guy who played um, I think it's like Lou
0: Diamond Phillips or something. Like that. Is it uh, was one of the actors in that film? I can't remember. Lou Diamond it.
1: Phillips, who's he? <laughs> it it had Luke Diamond Phillips. Lou Diamond Phillips. <laughs> it had the guy from um, the Dumb and Dumber sequel. The Dumb and Dumber sequel.
0: <laughs> that I, I I know which. Do you mean the uh, the first the oh the, no the, the prequel sequel or the the prequel uh, sequel? Okay, the... I don't I, I don't think I've ever seen that one. <laughs> I've seen the ones the Jim Carrey and the Jim Carrey sequel, but I've not seen the uh, the weird prequel where they were younger.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can't remember <laughs> what his name is, but it had him in it. Um, before, obviously, he did that. Um, I'm trying to think of what his name is. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's gone for me now. Well, in your, if
0: you're listening, Robbie is now searching. Although I do find it interesting that instead of searching for bats... You searched for the sequel to then find the guy. <laughs> yeah, why and did you, I do
1: that? Why you get... could have just
0: searched for Bat's cast and just found him. Away. I don't know why I
1: did that. You I went don't... on
0: like a really long loop there, like, let's find the sequel. That it to went on a, a random really... film and find where he
1: might be. It went on a really, really <laughs> long You went on a big order uh, off the course there. Yeah. It's not Lou. Well, Lou Diamond Phillips is genuinely awful in Um, (laughs) that. He's meant to be more the action hero type, I believe. Yeah, but he is not the action hero type. Let's just say that. Um, Now I've I've put it in dark mode by accident. (laughs) Trying to find this guy's name. Um, Fucking hell! Not it's not Leon Robinson. I'm no, I'm fine. I have to find this name now. I'm literally going through everyone. You can't stop listening until this podcast ends. Yeah, <laughs> Bob Gunton. <laughs> this maybe. is a
0: three-hour podcast <laughs> With three hours in, <laughs> and he's still not find <laughs> the guy. I. Uh... But it's way, got a, bats has got to be fair. Yeah, it's it's a lowly rate. Is this so you're thinking when you're saying dishonorable as in like it's not actually so bad it's good, it's just bad.
1: It, yes, and more more than that, I it did was want to watch boring. this one
0: when I saw a clip of it, but that was it was that clip that made me be oh, that might be like stupidly good or yeah, bad. Yeah,
1: I mean there were moments where it was okay, but for the most part it was boring. Um, and then there was another film that I wanted to watch, um, but um I can't remember the name properly. It's Something, um, you know, it was a, it was an ant film. Um, it was a really bad one, um, and it, but it was one that I watched when I was young. So I thought maybe I'll watch that. It had the had f- uh, Frank Skinner from um, X Files in it. Um, oh yeah, like, um, yeah. I, I was looking for this guy. Sort of find it for you. Like uh,
0: name the person. Is it any of these yeah.
1: people? It might be him. Carlos Jacob. Yes, it was
0: Carlos Jackal. I
1: can not find Toves him in Dumb and of...
0: Dumber in his cast list, though. I looked at his a second ago. <laughs> I'm sure he was in it. He looks very similar to that. He doesn't um... appear in the uh in this cast list, but maybe. Yeah. <laughs> if I keep scrolling, but I'm not gonna keep scrolling. Yeah. Because <laughs> we've spent enough time scrolling. Um, dishonorable ones. Um I I someone put um the devil inside. Yeah. And the the Devil Inside, I I find it because I just remember, but it was more the fact that I saw people putting it, saying it was so bad as good, whereas I believe it was just a a bad, bad film, poorly conceived, and a terrible, terrible, terrible ending. Um, The Devil Inside. yeah, it, it, was, it was the one that ended with basically where it sent you to like a website, basically. It was like, instead of an oh, ending, it was yes. just like, it killed. It was just like, okay, we don't know what we're doing with this like supernatural kind of... Uh, oh, I've never seen that the supernatural ghost, like 20 years after her mother, Maria Rossi, had committed a triple murder during an exorcism performed on her and was sent to a mental hospital. Isabella decides to make a documentary on exorcisms yeah. and spend the whole film, you spend the whole film following it and then it suddenly just decided at the end, you know what? Um, we don't actually know where we're going with this film anymore. So we're just going to kill everyone. And then yeah. we're going to send you to a website. And it was just like, I just remember it being just, it, it, it doesn't matter if it. parts of it even worked. It was a giant slap in the it face. Because
1: I remember watching that and it was, yeah, they're in a car, aren't they? Yeah. And then the car, cr- they, somebody, the, I think she gets possessed and she causes the car to crash. And then it's literally like, if you want to know more, go to fucking this website. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to. What do you mean? Do I want to know more? I yeah. want to know, I want to watch more. You yeah. know, I mean, this just, I
0: just watched this fucking film and you're making me say, oh, let's get just go and watch. Uh, yeah, go go and have a little look at this. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd also say on some of them, um, I said earlier about Jaws 3D, actually. Another one that I actually is um, Jaws 3D, I said I thought was a great, I think it, I always enjoyed it. It was like a fun, schlocky yeah. kind of, you know, one of those movies. On a lot of those lists, they also said one of the best worst is Jaws the Revenge. Yeah. Which I don't completely I felt that though most of Jaws films were good, I felt that one was just it had weird plot twists, like where it was like trying to as if it was trying harder to make like a, a better Jaws film. Yeah. When in reality it was just it just well, it wasn't even a good Jaws film, it doesn't even have a good, like a lot of good shark moments. I just found it to be just a terrible oh, like, yeah, it was fucking awesome. A terrible, awful sequel. Whereas Jaws 3D was, like, a fun... Te- like Actually, even Jaws 2 is not a very good sequel. The jo- first Jaws and Jaws 3D, I like those two because Jaws 3D takes it the complete opposite way. Jaws 3D is more like The Meg. Yeah. Whereas Jaws 2 and Jaws The Revenge were trying to still do the same thing as the original, but just failed in, like, story or action or suspense. Yeah. You know, like they didn't get why it was scary. So, therefore, yeah, those were ones that I was just like, no, they're not really very good. <laughs> They're not very good ones. They're just not good ones. But there are lots of ones out there. And as we said, as I said before, I saw I saw a list where it had, you know, best, worst. And I, I still kind of disagree with some and say that, you know, I think best, worst, you have to know to a certain extent that it's bad. Yeah. That it's like really, really bad. I mean, I guess I can weirdly like Jason X. I guess I get it.
1: I get it. I but... get
0: it. I get why. But I also think at the same time, you know, mm, you know, one, it's intentionally was made like that. So I wouldn't say it's best, worst, because they intentionally knew what kind of humour they were going with and what kind yeah. of action they were going with to, for Jason. Is Jason in space by that point? It was long past the point of being like, yeah, you know, in it, I just don't think it. It's not so bad. It's good because I think there's a lot of good, yeah, <laughs> and there's some bad. <laughs> but it's not so bad. I wouldn't put it in that kind of best worst. So bad that it's actually good.
1: Enjoyable. Yeah, No, I'm with you on that. Um,
0: I saw leprechaun on there a lot as well, which I have haven't seen. I
1: haven't seen have you seen leprechaun? No, I haven't seen leprechaun. I know it's got oh, like Jennifer that. Aniston in, but I've never actually got around to seeing it.
0: Now. Yeah, I definitely uh I need to check out sister Warwick Davis in uh yeah, Mr. Warwick Davis. Mr. Warwick Davis in uh in Leprechaun's. Uh I saw Lake Placid on some of them as well. Now, Lake
1: Placid's like, class.
0: I thought Lake Placid was class as well. Another one that I've seen recently that I was almost going to watch the other day was, oh, House of Wax was another one. I was like, eh, I don't think that that's bad. No, House of Wax I of thought it, was so it has some great, see- and some really good like effects in some scenes. Like when his face peels off and yeah. stuff. Awesome. Like awesome. I think that that one, again, just because a lot of people literally, they'd say, oh, Paris Hilton's in it, so it can't be any good. But she's, she's good. Fine. Yeah, She's she's good, <laughs> she's fine in it. Um, I will not hear insult against House of Wax. The one I was saying was, um, I've seen a lot, and I was, going, I was going to watch the other day, was Fear.com which I haven't... I I heard about this all the time when I was younger, like Fear.com is a horror. And I've never... You know those ones one yeah, you always. hear about, like, because they were our generation kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fear.com, like Cherry Falls. Cherry or, Falls. We, we, know, we
1: were probably a bit too young to wear... Re- because they were the... They, they were, were like...
0: No, not, cult, not exactly like. ours, but, you know, like they were the ones that we'd look up to. Like, oh, look at those. Like, those are horror films
1: like that we don't get to... See, we yeah. haven't quite got to see but yet. But not, not massive. Because I, I remember seeing adverts for Cherry Falls when I was getting... VHSs and early DVDs. Yeah. I remember seeing adverts for it um, and the same with fear.com but for some reason I've yet to get around to watching either of them. But they were stuff like that, you know, I was I was young, Maybe I can't remember how old exactly but maybe 9, 10 and it was they were harder ones to come by. Um so yeah, I think they kind of fit that. I haven't seen fear.com. I didn't see it on on any lists and I, from what I've heard I've mostly heard positive things from
0: that Yeah, yeah, well yeah, that's why. That's why I was surprised. I did. Well, I I saw it on a couple of lists, so I was like, oh, okay. I guess it's not that good, but I was. It's only. Really, I was interested because I was like, oh, the other day I thought by watching that, so I was yeah. like, oh, I wonder. Don't know if anyone's seen it. Tell us your thoughts. Yeah. Um. Yes. Any
1: any more dishonorable mentions? I think that's. I think i I think that's it. Well, <laughs> I mean, I think I'm good. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> well, as always. Um, you know, why not come and tell us what you thought of our uh, honourable mentions? I keep thinking honourable mentions now. I don't know why my head is... Think just, of our best think worst first
0: and And how was our 50th episode for you? Yes.
1: <laughs> Lots of rambling. Um,
0: <laughs> there was a lot. You, yeah. you did... Uh, uh, I apologise if you don't, although you may have got used to that. We, we sometimes ramble. We have a little ramble. We? we have a little tangent. Yeah. Off we go. You know there's a big portion on Batman.
1: Let me <laughs> you back.
0: scrolling through uh <laughs> just find one actor <laughs> and doing it the wrong way. Yeah, exactly. So it you know, I'm sure you enjoyed the right. I'm sure yeah, I'm you right. can relate to our problems of everyday life that we have
1: right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so as always, come and let us know your thoughts on the episode. Um, and your favorite worst horror films. We are on Twitter, Instagram, and podcast, and podcast, and uh TikTok. TikTok. At CMDH podcast. <laughs> um, and if you've enjoyed the episode, then leave us a review and hit the subscribe button. And we will see you next week. Goodbye.